Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution had traveled to the island of Alto, famous for its verdant forests, perfect for logging, and its fisheries full of aquatic life and food. Unfortunately, mismanagement by the treble elite has caused the supplies of both of these resources to dwindle at an accelerated pace as, as compared to what the planet should be experiencing based on the projections of the terraformers who created it. As it is, the most of the vanguard traveled to a remote village on the western coast choosing effectively at random just a location with a uh, data point rather than a name just to start under the radar avoid notice by any of the tribal guards or other enforcement groups that reside on the island there they mingled with the rather suspicious locals and have been told that the town which they've discovered's name is fuck off none of you seem quite certain as to whether or not this is actually true but meanwhile two of the vanguard have not been present for this particular visit and discussion with the locals one of you has been back on the Jinxin, the Metal Star, because, Arya, you have been undergoing some... There's dicks on all of these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you play a game with Namtab. <laughs> I will find a way. <laughs> it's why I have disabled his drawing on Trendsetter. And I will find a way. We've been drawing dicks. Oh, it was Namtab. It's always Namtab, except for the couple times it's me. So, Arya. Yes. You're back on the Metal Star. You have been undergoing extensive medical tests uh. to more completely understand what it is that has caused your skin to glow a comprehensive expression of your genetic code. Yes. Said tests have been finished for a while and you've been sort of stewing in the medical bay's sort of reception desk area. It seems odd that it exists even though there's no doctor on staff. It's just the AI, but so it happens. And eventually you do hear the voice of Dimu, the uh, NHP, who says, I have finished processing your results, Arya. Oh. I have good news, and I have bad news. The good news is that I have uncovered what exactly has happened to you. Are you familiar with the flash cloning process? Uh, no, I... Uh, yes, well... When someone chooses to clone a human being, they are presented with two options, at least in the wider universe. The first is a traditional clone, 
who is begun as an embryo, uh, grown at regular speed, humans grow, and is effectively an identical twin who happens to be 20 or 30 or however many years younger than the donor. The second option is a flash clone. This is created in the same way, but then the embryo is processed using a method that hastens the growth process. In this way, a clone can be brought to adult age in a matter of months. You saying I'm a clone? I know of no other way to say this. Simply say yes. God. Oh. Memories. Uh, the arrangement of synapses can be recorded and reapplied in an otherwise fresh and unused brain. In this way, the memories of an adult human inserted into the body of an adult human. That's so much to take in. Was that the bad news? No. The bad news is that the accelerated aging effect does not halt in the test tube. Oh. Flash clones can only live for a matter of years. It kind of just silently said the whatever visual representation of Nemo is there. How, how many years? It is really impossible to say. Not only do we not have a clear understanding of precisely any given flash clone can from two to four years, in some cases, up to over a decade, can depend on which process was used, uh, techniques were involved. What I was able to glean from the tests is that you are aging more rapidly than a baseline human. Why? Why would they do this? Many reasons. It is an option for some who wish to avoid dying. Admittedly, the original body does die, but some version of them continues in a flash clone, though usually understand full well what has happened to themselves and are okay with continuing to live copies of themselves over and over again. Who am I cloned from? Also, I've been unable to access the genetic database that the hegemony controls. And for that matter, from what I understand, the, the database is far from being comprehensive. You were cloned from someone in one of the islands, then there would be no way to tell who your donor was. Your donor might not even be aware that they have been cloned. Everything I know is a lie. Not everything. You are here. That's true. When can I... when can I get that? As soon as you want. The test should have presented no issues to your metabolism or such. I... One thing I should add is that whatever was done to you in that underground lab where the others found you, it does not seem to have been directly related to your origin. I mean, it, it does not seem like it was an update or a check-in from what I understand. The implants, the additional memories added by them, are much fresher than the tattoos. 
it could be that because you are a Flash clone, you are especially compatible memories, but they appear to have been two separate incidents. Huh. I don't know what to make of that. Honestly, neither do I. I will leave you to this, and when you are ready, the uh, transport will be with and the screen blink. Incidentally, Dimu has been... Uh, her avatar has been sitting down this entire time. Huh. I think I'm done. Alright. So, while all of this is happening, and while the main group is off in the fishing village of Fuck Off, one other member of the group has split off. Alan Blakeson. You also took a separate transport because you had a very personal conversation you needed to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was not one that you wanted to have in front of all and sundry. And so instead, you traveled to another town on a different part of Alto called Bridgeport. This place is big and established enough to have a name on maps. And it's also kind of been misnamed. According to town folklore, Bridgeport was in fact a port at one point, and did have a bridge, a small one, that crossed over the fjord that the town sits at the mouth of. But, uh, well, one spring, the bridge washed away, and no one replaced it, because they didn't really need a bridge at that point. But some well-meaning treble architect came by the town one day, saw that there was a place called Bridgeport without a bridge, and decided, well, that shouldn't stand. And so they donated raised, gathered money for a magnificent, gigantic, modern bridge that crossed from the second tier of the town all the way over to the other side, where no one really lives anymore. No, I can... I can respect that. I can respect the hell out of that. Just... guerrilla architecture. Just... you arrive at a town, there's no bridge? There's no port? Well, I can fix one of these. So I will. Mm-hmm. Well, the trouble is, though, that it... The bridge is the property of Treble, and so they refuse to let any of the locals use the bridge in any capacity. Using it for transportation, using it to uh, build homes or shelters on or beneath. Now, during years of neglect, uh, the locals have been able to slowly tear apart bits and pieces of the bridge and use the materials for housing and uh, other such activities. But in general, the, the local feeling is that the bridge is a monument to elite stupidity than it is anything else. Hmm. And it is here that the Blakeson family home resides. <sighs> so, All right. I guess the first question is, where do you want the transport to land? Out of the way so you, you can walk in all nonchalant, right in the middle of town square, where everyone can see it? Oh, definitely out of the way. Fair enough. So what next? I think Ellen keeps his head down and tries to blend in, trying not to be noticed, which a small town like this might be difficult to do, but 
Alan was born here, and he does know how to fit in, so I give it 50-50 whether or not somebody notices him before he gets to the house. You are familiar with the place, but then you are also a familiar face. You've been gone for, I think, a few years by now, but uh, it's definitely a chance someone could recognize you. So how about we make this a skill roll? Uh, just, uh, just a regular skill roll, ten or better. Sounds fair to me. Uh, Add whatever trigger you think is appropriate. Here's my stuff. Unsane or unheard sounds correct. Yeah? Nope. That's a set. So, you get through most of the town, but the real danger zone is, uh, well, it's closer to home, where more of the neighbors can uh, recognize you. Sure enough, you got your collar up, you got your head down, you've... Wearing a hat. Yeah, you got your eyes straight forward, looking at the ground, not glancing left or right, but uh, then you hear someone shout, Alan! Alan Blakeson! And you look up, can't help it, you look up, and uh, there's an old man sitting on his porch in a rocking chair. His face has that sort of caved-in look of someone who has lost most of their teeth and never replaced them with dentures or any other big fittings. You know this guy. Do you want to give him a name? Wilson. His name is Wilson. Wilson. You want to give him a last name? That's the only name you've ever heard him called. Even his wife calls him that, back when she was alive. Hello, Wilson. Alan, you've been gone for years. Yep, yet I have. And now you've come crawling back? I don't think it's crawling, I'm... You still think you can be an actor? I was, and things happened. <laughs> things always happen down here to folks like us. That's the lesson you never learned, Alan, is that there's always more shit to swim through. I'm very aware of how much shit there is, Wilson. Well, clearly... You've come back after all. Best to deal with shit in your own front yard rather than go out looking for it. I always appreciated your little items of wisdom. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I have a very awkward conversation to get to. You do that and tell your brother he should take care of his own shit too. Has anyone ever talked to you about your fecal hang-up, Wilson? My wife loved it. I'm gonna leave. And she's dead! I'm leaving. Shit's all I got left! Walking away! The outburst of the local color has ended up bringing a lot of attention onto you. And so, your brother is uh, already uh, standing by the front door. Leaning against it. Fisher folk should all be at sea by now, so it's a bit odd seeing him here. But then you understand that fishing isn't his only job. Jeremy. Alan's brother Jeremy has short, well-kept hair, a fairly long beard, comes down a fair ways, uh, long enough to be bushy, but not so long that it's unkempt. 
with that salt-weathered look to him. Mm-hmm. So, Alan. Hello, Jeremy. How many enemies of the Harmonium have you killed this last week? Less than you would think. Well, do tell. As a matter of fact, how about you come inside? I think you've uh, made enough of a scene out here already. Wilson has a, quite a pair of lungs on him for an old man, doesn't he? That's just about the only thing he's got left. Hmm. So he leads you inside. His uh, wife is already making tea. And uh, their child, Thomas, is uh, sitting in a corner, pretending to scrawl something on a book. It's probably some sort of workbook for uh, school. But really what he's doing is just looking up and trying not to get caught staring. Laura? Hey there, Thomas. She nods, uh, gets busy with, uh, well, pretending to be busy in the kitchen. She's not saying anything for the moment. She doesn't want to get in the way of the reunion. But you can tell that she's just as interested, if not more so, than Thomas in the conversation. But you do know uh, from past association that she's safe enough to say anything. In this is one of those places in the world where it's so beneath the hegemonies notice that you could just scream it in the town square and nobody would give a shit. Nine times out of ten, every once in a while, you watch out. Somebody comes along once a week to check if the bridge is still there. Literally the only job they do. The only one you've seen them doing, at any rate. Th then again, their, their guards like to rough people up who get too close to it. But anyway, with two pots of tea, questionable origin, on the table in front of you. Alan drinks it anyway. Questionable, but not unfamiliar. I want to imagine that it's like partially kelp. So it has kind of like a sea taste, but not in a bad way. Actually sounds fairly... But, Ape. Yes. How much has Alan been keeping Jeremy in the loop? I want to say that Alan has not talked to Jeremy about this at all. I feel like they don't keep in touch too, too much. Alright, so clearly he's aware that you have been picked up at some point and conscripted the Hegemony Armony. Oh yeah, he knows about that. Like, we sent... I sent him a letter every once in a while, like, Hey, not dead. How's the family? Right. But as for the, uh... The latest updates. The, the last one was probably a letter that you sent saying that you've been accepted into the Lancer program. Yeah, that sounds about right. Or that I was trying for the Lancer program, actually. Let's go with that. Okay. So... Bridge is still there. Hasn't fallen under its own weight just yet. Well, I did technically get into the Lancer program. And then, training mission, one of my teammates fell into a hole containing AI spaceship. Then a lot of things happened, and now we're in active resistance. How are you? Well, you know me. Out there fishing, trying to get more food on the table, trying to get more folks fleeing the hegemony into the safety of the woods. Life doesn't change here nearly as fast as it does in the cities, or be they on the surface or underground. It looks... It looks a lot worse than when I left it. They're really tearing through the island, aren't they? Uh, they are. 
and folks who don't meet the quotas get left behind. I don't even know what they're using all the fish for. I don't think they're freezing them fast enough. They're just taking because they can. I reckon that's the case. Jeremy, I'm going to be straight with you. My... Oh, I want to call them teammates, I guess. Some of them I'd call friends. The rest of my group went over to fuck off to try to stir up the locals in the rebellion. I came here mostly to talk to you and also help, help to try to convince you to join us. You know as well as I do that there's no future here. And I do. I also know it's hard to give up your home. Now what do you reckon I would need to leave home for? Because even a space as small as it's given it as this one, it'll still get destroyed. As soon as they figure out where you are. That may not be me for a year. Sometimes they're surprisingly slow like that. Eventually that big hand will come down and swat this little fly. Well, I'd actually reckon that out of the two of us, I think I've still done more than you have to uh, spit in the eye of the hegemony. So if anything, I'd say it's you who's got to worry about uh, your association with me. And I did hear all about what happened, what happened in Soprano. That uh, NHP, she called herself. NHP, that's right. Yeah, her, her name, uh, Demi. Damnedest video call I've ever seen. Now, I know you're too busy to catch up with family, but uh, she called on your behalf. Let me know what's been going on and that you'd be heading our way. I just wanted to see how much you would be willing to tell me yourself. Didn't know that one. Well, you see, that team of yours has gone off to fuck off, huh? Yeah, and they're probably bungling it. Perfectly honest. Interesting place to have a first impression. Yeah... But I tell you what, I wouldn't mind taking a good look at them for myself. So, uh, I think I'll get on the horn. Let the rep there know uh, that uh, if she needs any conductors helping, I'll be available for it. So what do you say? You want to climb in the boat to uh, travel around this island the old-fashioned way? Or did you get yourself some fancy NHP ship that can get us there in the blink of an eye? Well... I, I do have one of those, but I think I'd prefer the boat ride. And for the record, we were going for three seasons and were renewed for another two. We were doing fine. I wouldn't know. I never watched. Boat ride. <laughs> and with that, let's fuck off. So, we find ourselves back in a village known as Fuck Off. I like that we just, well, I, I just established it as the actual name of the town. Yeah, well, it, it is. That's uh, pretty much what they said about it. And, uh, yeah, as you might recall, we left you three specifically in a bar speaking to a bearded man named Jeremy, who would conduct you into the interior to speak with the higher-ups of the underground. He had asked what, well, I said, uh, let's wait to collect. Well, as it turns out, I've gone and done one of those for you. And he knocks on the thin metal wall, which is Alan's signal to come inside. Beats you here. 
Would you look at that? I don't... It's Alex. See how we... How... Okay. No, I, I, I require an explanation. Well, I grew up a couple towns over. I know my way around. Also, just for reference, this is a day after you guys arrived in town. There was some travel time required for Jeremy to get here. Yeah, okay. So, I suppose, uh, first question I should ask is who exactly you want to go talk to? But before that, I think it's best if I move along. I brought a boat, and we can get a ways inland from here before we have to start hiking on foot. Connor kind of distraught at the word hike. Unless your group has anything further they want to do in town. Well, you do get flipped off another couple of times before you manage to uh, reach Jeremy's boat. Alan flips him off back. It's like a friendly greeting. He's not being, like, mean about it. It's just like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. It's, it's how things work around here. You've got a very rude culture. You know that, right? We are a salty people. I don't hear that from... There's nothing rude about my culture. I can think of plenty of things that are wrong about your cult, but rudeness is not one of them. See, even Connor agrees. It really depends on which definition of rude. Anyway, so like Jeremy said, you're able to follow the fjord inland. It uh, weaves through giant cliffs cut deep by ice melt over centuries, or perhaps constructed, built up, and then carved down ancient terraformers. Either way, you eventually reach a small port, really just sort of a couple of shacks, just a single family lives out here. They accept the boat without question, without payment, as if this interaction were prearranged. And from there, you enter into the deep and thick woods that fill the interior of the island of Alto. The going is tough only at first, because once you get past that first screen of bushes and low plant life, you enter into this magnificent cathedral of trees that all grow up straight and true, and from which all leaves and branches have decayed and fallen and become mulch covered in nothing thicker than moss on the ground. The treetops themselves tower above you, 30, 40 more height. The paths between them for animals such as yourselves are easy to walk through. None of you have ever been through an old growth forest before. None except Alan. And so this is your first experience with being in such an obviously ancient place. Wow, cool trees. Thanks, we grew them ourselves. My head feels funny. Okay. Like, I've got this thing in my nose I can't quite get rid of. It it feels like I'm getting stuffed up. Is it drugs? No, not this time. Are you having allergies? Maybe. It might, it might be allergies. Huh. This is what allergies feel. I don't like it. Nobody does. Great talk. <sighs> <laughs> so it is a while, several days worth of travel on foot. 
before you're able to reach your destination. And there is no real outdoor camping required on this trip. While Jeremy does his best to keep you away from the large logging camps and other such intrusions into the ancient forest, you do nevertheless happen upon the occasional clearing, the occasional house or minor settlement embedded into the woods, and much like the person who took Jeremy's boat, you are accepted, provided hospitality without question, without hesitation. There are always plenty of beds and plenty of stew available for guests. That being said, the beds are very often in hidden underground basements and cellars, or else they uh, roll out from beneath the, the beds of the people who live these homes, just as easily tucked away out of sight once you get up in the morning. You are often encouraged, though not compelled, to provide assistance with chores, cooking, however you are able to help or contribute during your stay. One of these, Alan goes out one for a couple hours, comes back with a deer slung over his shoulders. If any wood ever needs chopping, I am Hugh. <laughs> I'm trying to think if Connor would at this Connor moment can contribute by not saying it. I think, I think at this moment in time of Connor's care, no. Oh, so I make you then. <laughs> I chop the wood and I make you carry the chopped wood back to the house with me. I complained the entire time. Yeah, I was going to say... Get your knees up higher. I would want you to roll against peer pressure. No, it sounds like I'm being forced to do it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Seems like that's being handled in-house, <laughs> so to speak. I'm gonna fix things. Now, when you say fix... I... I... I can... I'm... I, I engineer stuff. Stay I, away I can, from the cat. I can... I... No, not that kind of thing. Just you know, like if the if there's a kettle broken, I can fix the kettle, or possibly bigger machinery. I could also suggest that you know maybe it's not a great idea having your secret base like ten days away from anything. You know they've got bikes. Get a bike. It'll cut half the travel time off. You've tried to ride a bike in the forest. Like the the paths are pretty big. They're big trees. So there's a lot of room between. You ever, it's like, you ever been in an old growth forest? Get hover bike. They have hover. They have hover bikes. I will say that you have seen means of transportation and roads. It is your path specifically that is being performed on foot away from the main line. Like I hate to say this, Alan, but I think your local resistance might not. Like, do, do they know that they have hover bikes? Are you aware of what outposts are? Yeah, and usually. Um, I get that they're out in the middle of nowhere, but usually I, I also know that it's very inefficient to run a resistance when you have to spend 10 days uh, going to a okay. meeting. All right, you don't understand what's happening. This is a test. The point of the hike is to judge your character, to see if you are up to this. If we wanted to, we could hover bike directly into the resistance base, but that's not the point. Well, I'd, I'd say it's actually more to lose and confuse any sort of pursuers. That too. 
Yeah, I was gonna say like it's a pretty shit test. Like I can blow up big robots. What does a tester character do? Eh. Any moron can point a gun at a tank. This is more about who you are. You say looking directly at Connor. <laughs> In all seriousness, there are a few places I could have dropped you off by now if that was all we were going to do. But we're going into the real deep part of the woods. Because you're looking for, I wouldn't call them the leaders, but the closest thing to a leadership the underground has. It's pretty autocephalous uh, in general. Each little cell being its own kingdom in its own right. Led by someone who's unquestioned by their followers. And if you can't take a little hiking, how do you expect to overthrow an empire? I can do hiking, it's just, you know, the length of the hike. I'm starting to think that maybe... It sounds like you can. I can, I'm great at walking. Are you sure? Because it sounds like you're complaining. Look, look, watch me, watch me walk. I'll, I'll, I'll walk. Look at all that walking. Please roll a natural one and then trip and then... F just hear whining. I'm just hearing, Daddy, Daddy, I've got blisters, let's go home. Daddy, Daddy, I want to go home. I want ice cream. I haven't been calling you, Daddy. Yeah, um, it would be pretty weird for... Is that a thing about your culture as well? So you make people call you Daddy? I am referring to you as an infant. I am infantizing. I am intentionally trying to drag you down to make you seem pathetic. I really don't have to do that, but I'm doing it anyway. This is some daddy play. He learned it from me. Are you his dad? The point is... Walk. I ain't his dad, I'm his brother. He just looks like Why that. Why are you making him call you dad? Well, usually it's uncle. Oh, I get it. Oh! The point is... Wait, no. Just... Shut up and walk. You don't do things the easy way. There's no easy way to overthrow an empire. So take the hike, appreciate the nature, and shut up. As it is, the journey is not, like, considerably long. It is, like, months long. As it continues, quality of the housing that you encounter declines at a steady pace. The amount of technology and ties to the outside world decline. You go from paved roads leading out of town to gravel roads to dirt roads to no road. Nothing better than game trails. And you go from seeing fully modern, if very old and rebuilt cars, ground transportation, to seeing uh, cobbled together, refitted frames, and finally to basic mechanical assistant bicycles and such. Because while you cannot travel straight across the, the forest floor, you, there are trails. Finally, as you are led across one particularly trackless bit of forest, you arrive at what Jeremy assures you is your destination. This is very well. Looks rad as hell, actually. Brother might be a ghost. We're all ghosts. Boo. Can a ghost get me to feel less stuffy? <laughs> Chew on this for a while, and he just hands you some leaves. You better start believing in ghost stories. You're in one. Yes, your destination appears to be a lake. Maybe a pond. It's hard to tell how big it is because it's been partially built over with a series of hanging 
houses, boardwalks, regular docks, elevated walkways, and the homes are constructed with a motley assortment of materials. A lot of it is wood, but uh, it looks like they've managed to scrounge together a variety of scrap and other recovered materials that have gone right back into homes and buildings and boats and various other sorts of equipment. Compared to some of the places you've been, this is quite sophisticated, quite well-developed. It seems like it's been here for quite some time. Well, here she is, folks. Now, uh, last time I was here, I believe they called it Lake Town, but it might have changed since then. Now, the fellow in charge here goes by the name of Jack Montassi, a.k.a. Killjoy. Back during the big uh, hullabaloo, last time Alto was uh, in open rebellion against the hegemony, Killjoy here was uh, fairly high up in the old uh, hierarchy. That being said, he was low down enough that when the resistance got beheaded, he just managed to scrape some hair off the top and sneak away. After that, he came here founded what currently calling Lake Town. And if anyone could be said to still be in charge of the Resistance or the Underground or what have you, it would be Killjoy. If only because he had the highest rank before everything collapsed. And as far as Resistance cells go, he's one of the oldest. Any more information? I probably have to go talk with him. Where can we find him? Well, you see that big grandiose building over there. He don't live there, but he works there. Same as, like, half the people in town. Ask around. They'll point you up to the right spot. As for me, I think I deserve a drink. See you in the last resort. Not if I see you first. Well, well, because we have to go talk to... It'll be a while. You, do you, have you never gotten that joke? If I see you first, I'm going to get out of there so you don't see me. Uh, Wait, so... Hang on. No, actually, I... Did you just say see you soon and then say not if I see you first? Like, you did both sides of that. Because it's supposed to be a two-man thing. Shockingly, Johnny has a point. I always have a point. Usually on the edge of a knife. Well, I think it's time to apply lesson two. Smoke bomb! Oh, he says uncle because then he'll be giving up. It has been three days. <laughs> also, I don't know where he gets those smoke bombs. I, he must make those. He who laughs last thinks slowest. Hmm. He is a ghost. All right. Let's go see Killjoy. So, yes, as has been described to you, the largest building in town is essentially where all of the indoor work has been concentrated. There are folks here preparing and cooking meals, churning butter, creating other ingredients. Now that this being future poor, they don't they don't have giant butter churners. They they do have, you know, mixing machines to churn butter, but you you do know that there are more than a few people concentrating on that. The KitchenAid going, but the KitchenAid is powered by like a. 
it's kind of self-defeating, actually. There's an entire floor of people on uh, bicycle power thing. Actually, I would imagine being in this... This is, like, pretty swampy. Well, not swampy, but, like, there's probably a lot of decomposing material. You could probably harvest methane pretty easily. Yeah, and burn the peat. Yeah. So they got, like, steam engines that power... Gener that generate power, and they have batteries they've scavenged or stolen or made. Harvest this fucking methane. They do have to watch their emissions here, if not because of global pollution levels, then because it makes them visible on an infrared. Yeah, lead slides out after dark. Well, actually, the canopy's thick enough that, like, small personal candles are fine, but, like, the big lights have to go out. Big lights have to go out, and in general they can't burn too much too fast. So to supplement it, they use mechanical energy. Anyway, one of the floors... That's uh, relatively high up, relatively quiet. Sadly, no elevators or the like to ease the burden of the staircases. They're on the research tree. They haven't gotten there yet. Seems to be wholly devoted to office work, administration, other such paperwork headaches. And uh, you are directed to the office of one Jack Montassi, a.k.a. Killjoy. And uh, you know what it looks like when a nerd gets buff. That is sort of what you are presented with when you see Jack in person. You see the large rimmed glasses. Uh, there are slimmer versions around for those who don't want to do things directly to their eyes. But this is particularly old-fashioned even for uh, the lowest rungs of society. He's uh, wearing a shirt. It's a proper button-down slacks that were in a distant past in another life pressed and crisp but these days are quite worn down especially on the seat his blonde hair is fairly well kept trimmed short to keep at a manageable length his uh, beard though hasn't been shaved in at least a week things and Despite the office job, he has a tan, and he has some arms as thick as logs. And when he looks up at you and there's a group of newcomers, he smiles and says, Ah, hello there. Welcome to Lake Town, your new home. I'm sure uh, you've already had someone provide you with your new accommodations. Well... Actually, we're an outside resistance group. We are hoping to have a talk. That's a new one. Okay. Well, I suppose the standard speech is not going to be appropriate for this conversation. Whew. Okay. I mean, I figured this day might come at some point. Kind of grow notorious. Uh, what brings you here? Well, we're of the mindset that the best way to topple an empire is to knock down the pillars. To that end, we've been knocking a few down. And, but mostly, we're here to offer uh, what support we can. We have pretty extensive resources and can offer significant firepower. In exchange, we ask that you hurt the empire as much as you can. Huh. Okay. That's about what I expected. And I will certainly say that 
resources are always welcome. Not just for here, but elsewhere. Other cells, other hidden towns. Can we just, like, say that we just, like, flash forward to have it explain the entire deal? Yeah. Speaking of uh, recapping, I just want to mention that uh, the two main objectives of Operation Thunderbird's Call is to identify the leader of the Alto Underground and secure a reusable drop site, and to destroy the operation center used by sister proprietor Calva McGannis. The reason I am reminding you of this now is because... Killjoy's response to hearing the whole rundown is, Okay, well, I'm with you on the resistance. I'm glad to expand underground facilities, villages, hiding spots. I'm sure that as this conflict of yours grows to consume the whole globe, there's going to be people who need new homes safe distance away from the front lines and I would be happy to provide them for them reach out to the other cells uh, get things going in a big way especially if you're providing all of the food and all the resources that they'll need to make a, make this place their home we've only got so much so far uh, on our own probably seen a lot of it walking up here I'm just not certain we want to make the underground a target by lashing out at the hegemony directly ourselves. Not intending to. Okay. Okay. Any intelligence beyond that, any actual application of. That's. that's on us. What we need is somewhere to set up a base of operations. We need to set up a base of operations and... Identify the leader? Oh, that's well, him. there's not really a leader. Uh, uh, no. uh, there's leaders. There's the thing with the play. Try. So we needed the landing zone, so we want to set up a base of operations, and I guess we also need, like... By base of operations, just like a place close to Bass Pro Shop Pyramid that Calva works out of, launch our attacks from. Well, no, we need somewhere to actually, you know... Because we got to get our mechs in here, so we need somewhere to do that and still be hidden. So, you know, base of operations that we can then operate from. So a forward operating base, I guess. And then I guess we would also, from there, need logistics. So we would need uh, probably just like a couple willing people who could effectively guide us through the through the woods. So let's do... Does that sound about right? Yeah, basically. All right, so let's try that again. What we need specifically is a forward base of operations, so we'd need an area to do that. Um, we would also need at least a couple of guides through the darker and more unnavigable areas of the forest. We were hoping you could just give us some information, and in exchange we would offer you what supplies we offer. Again, we're not asking you to go to war, but we do need some cooperation. Yeah. Yeah, now that you put it more like that, it sounds a lot more doable. Right. There's a lot of lives hidden in here that I would not want to risk. Do you guys know my story? Um, you were the last survivor of the previous resistance group, if I'm recalling correctly. 
Yeah, please tell us your backstory in lots of detail. In their face. <laughs> Several cutscenes will now play in sequence. I will say that Ape would want Alan to recall anything other than simply he was one of the uh, resistance officers. You could make a roll for it. I feel like Alan uh, was only brought here maybe a few times. Once as a child and again as a teenager before he went off to pursue acting. Yeah, but this person in particular, at least on this island, is relatively notorious. So, what am I rolling again? You're rolling against a ten. You tell me. You can invoke your background to get an accuracy. Actually, a back background would count for this, because it's... Let's see, background I don't know, Background stuff. versus backstory matters. I'm counting it. Yeah, background, spec ops, backstory. Uh, I don't think any of my triggers would work too well for this. So, just roll a plain d20 and add a d6. Plus six, I think. That's barely. an 11. Hey, uh, hey, uh, barely a get pass. It's a Good enough for this. Killjoy is fairly infamous because when the resistance crumbled, he was the one basically left holding the bag. And it was his decision to rally everyone left who was still, who wasn't dead, who wasn't captured, who wasn't imprisoned, and bring them into the forests. It was basically his direction that allowed the Resistance to transform into the underground. He was the one who decided that uh, community self-contained, self-rule, but still keep ties to one another, keep the trade lanes such uh, such as they are intact. Okay, okay. Uh, quick question. How old is Lake Town? Has this been here a while, or is this like a relatively new thing that he established after the Resistance crumbled? The town itself was founded the year Resistance ended. Okay. So I have not been here as a child, but I've, I've been here before. I know that. I've just not... Perhaps when your brother became a conductor, you assisted at first. Back before you decided you wanted to be an actor. Or at least back before you decided to pursue that dream. How... Actually, let's... I want to establish something. How old is Killjoy? Old enough that he was in his late 20s when the Resistance fell. So at this point... Let's say a nice round 20 years. Okay, so older 40s. Yeah. And now that we've figured out the timeline, is anything further you wanted to add? No, I think I'm good. Fair enough. The last thing he asked was, uh, have you heard my story? I know about the fall of the previous resistance. I heard your story. I doubt these... Okay, so Pepper's not three. I doubt these three have. Not a clue. I think uh, the more important aspect of my story is a part of it that no one really talks about, which is who I was before I was in the Resistance. Not many people know this, but before all of this happened, I was a school teacher. Taught grade schoolers. Uh, for our British friends, that's primary school. What's Britain? <laughs> One day, old... <laughs> One day, I hope everyone asks that question. Yes, um, Same, but America. What was Britain? We don't talk about Britain. But, uh, I had to stop one day because they shut down the schools. See, because, uh, Alto folks were, uh, getting too questioning 
about what was going on. Why some folks over in Tribble get to have the final say over our lives and our conditions. And well, since I had nothing better to do, I decided to take up arms, and that ended poorly. But you could say that I've fallen back on my old ways, acting as a caregiver, educator, warden for all of these people, keeping them out of trouble, keeping them from killing themselves, as is often the case. And that's why uh, I wish your new resistance as much luck as we can provide. Certainly all the logistics that I can manage, and I can manage quite a lot, I've gotten pretty good. But if you want me to take up arms again, I'd be to defend this place to a person, and nothing more. I can't really blame you for that. I appreciate the will wishes. We've at least given the uh, hegemony a bloody eye. Actually, hold on. We've at least given the hegemony a bloody nose. Didn't we not want this guy to take up arms? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying thank you for that. Oh, good. You're welcome. Uh, you need guides. With that in mind, I, I think I should uh, send you to someone maybe a bit more bloodthirsty than I am. He's uh, a different cell leader, so she's not here right now, but uh, whoever your conductor was, I'm... I'm sure they can take you to Ridgedown. It's not far from here. Another place in the deep. You'll want to ask for Roughhouse. 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 Making an actual... Well, I'm not making a note because I'm an idiot, but Alan is making an actual physical note. I'm not making... Well, everybody has editing... Notes in or out of character in any game. Johnny has spotted a butterfly. Here we go. You slam headfirst into the wall. It was a painting. Johnny is mostly muscle. He cuts a mech in half real good. I can make talking devices. So, uh, just... I mean, random question, though, uh... Kind of my field, so I'm curious. How many years of formal schooling have you had? Which one is he talking... Who is he talking to? He's talking to Johnny. Uh, yeah, I'm from a place... I'm from a place that uses child labor. I make an X in front of my chest. I mean, there's a lot of places that use child labor, but, they, but you know, only during the off hours between schooling days. They didn't want us thinking. All right, then. He's surprisingly good at fixing electronics. I can at least attest to that. And in a fight, that's about it. Learning on the job for you. Uh, well, we, we do have classes here in remedial lessons for uh, adult learners young adult learners bless this man he saw johnny and immediately thought i must help this poor idiot child <laughs> i'm his dad now <laughs> um thanks but i don't really think a formal education is going to do me any good at this well that's what they all say yeah i'm pretty much gonna fight and if I die fighting, then... Hey, education is never wasted. Can't use skills you don't have, Johnny. Tell you what, if... If at the end of all of this, I survive, unlikely, but if so, I'll take a class. One class. I'll get you hooked, Johnny. Hey, kids, you wanna buy an education? I thought, of a, I thought of a thing I want to I want to say, but I don't know to impl to imply about my own character. Unmarked white van full of books. 
<laughs> okay, okay, Connor, Connor, Connor. You unintentionally be mean about it. Like you're trying to be. No, no, that's that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what. I'm... I mean, you've said some dank shit. Before. That's the spirit, Johnny. I never finished high school, and look what how I turned out. I may take more than one class. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's the reaction I was hoping for. Uh, well, we're the new resistance. We're gonna go now. We're the hope for this planet. You're the vanguard of the hope for this planet. <laughs> Listen, we kill things real good, and that's about it. Hey, 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 at least one of us has uh, social skills. So, real quick, I just need to clarify. Have we secured Lake Town as our drop zone? No, but we've been pointing pointed in a direction for a drop zone. It would not be the drop site in any event. Lake Town would be the destination that the supplies reach. We've established perhaps a supply line. Yeah, the, the drop site would be somewhere along the coast. It would be brought in thanks to underground logistics and we can just say that that particular bit of um, detail and discussion can happen off camera during a fade out and we're gonna go get people who know the area and will help us set up an assault on the fast pro shops pyramid i'm gonna make something to help connor his hay fever oh oh i already gave him some leaves Oh, yeah, oh god damn it, I forgot that I have a skill to actually Yeah, same, so I'm doing it cause I said I, No, no, I, I imagine that uh, that that Alan handed Connor some leaves and Like that was literally a thing like yeah. I handed you some leaves and said chew on these Yeah That was a thing as we came into town Connor looked at Connor looked at him and was like, I don't want to eat before And has pocketed them and has not done anything with That's about what I expected, yeah Yeah, I'm gonna use rigor Let's see, I'm going to use a bunch of spare parts, including that voice mod from the bug finder, um, because I like that character. Roll to build a vape. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm building a, an anti-pollen mask, and unless I pay a stress, it will explode. Do that with a bit of cheesecloth. Oh dear. That's a one! Yeah, I, I have to... Johnny loses a hand! So are you willing to spend one of your precious stress points for this. Absolutely. I will spend any amount of resources for pointless bullshit. Alright, just so we're clear. Yeah, that tracks. Both as a character and a player, that that aligns with everything I know about you. Yeah, uh, you get, until the end of the session, uh, you get a uh, you get a mask that will filter out any pollen. And it will provide plus one accuracy to any skill checks that rely on filtering out pollen. It only cost him one finger. <laughs> Hello, Daddy. I have a breathing problem. Can someone breathe for me? You, you see, as I'm building it, I put the I deliberately put the voice mod in because I. Cause Why does it like, talk? <laughs> and then just before I hand it to you, you see it's slightly explode. A, a tiny bit sort of explodes and I just oh shit 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 no 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 that's fine that's perfect <laughs> you, you hear something wind up and you, you go oh oh no no hey very quickly have to strap on an extra uh, heat sink and then with my face slightly singed I hand it to you it's not going to explode when I put it on is it 
No, 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 I'll fix the exploding problem. Um, it turns out masks don't really like having voice mods in them. Uh, but I added it anyway, just for you. Rether me, please. <laughs> this is all happening in the bar. Well, more like tavern, but yeah. I'm going to, and depending on the role that I do, will say thank you, or not, and just slide it to the side, because it talks. Um, where me, daddy? Oh yeah, I taught it to say daddy as well. <laughs> I just upped my own difficulty. <laughs> Why are you giving it such high difficulty? Fuck you. <laughs> Leave it at ten, but give yourself a difficulty die. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if any... I guess charm, because I want to, like, disappoint you, because, like, you are doing something genuinely for me, and, uh, lost and... an eyebrow in the process. Yeah, you've seen, you've seen yeah. me build work in shit. Yeah, so, I will roll charm, and guess what? Charm is actually very good, but I am rolling difficulty dice. Ooh. Okay, how do I add to that roll? How do I support that roll? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, now that it's been rolled... Is there such a thing as a contested help out? <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, now that the d number it has been rolled, it is too late. Please, put me on your face. Do it. Come on. Help as me breathe and cure your issues. I breathe your out-breathe. Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen to me. We've talked about this. You breathe. You... You filter the in-breathe. I don't breathe at all on my own. I'm not wearing this. Slide it away. Fill me full of spit. Daddy, help me. I need to I look, breathe. I look at Connor. I look at the mask. I look at Connor again. I flip Connor off and I put the mask on. Yay! <laughs> oh, this sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I feel the warmth from your lungs. <laughs> sucks, I hate it. I've never felt less congested. It sucks and I love it. <laughs> if, only, if only Connor could be feeling what I'm feeling right now. Comfort and warmth? Exactly. Connor gets up and leaves. <laughs> and full lungs full of nothing but fresh air. Exactly. You'll be back. You don't know what you're missing. You're even filtering out the methane, so I'm the only one who's not getting a lung full of fart gas. You'll remember me the next time someone farts in an elevator. Now, fun fact, methane on its own does not actually smell. But the swamp does. Not to me. It got the good old swamp stink. Yeah, there are a lot of smells in this tavern coming from both the ambient air and from whatever's happening inside the building. And so, swamp ass and ass swamp. Yeah, and stale beer. But all of that has vanished. And it is like you are standing at the peak of a mountain. Oh god, this is the best I've ever breathed. Deeper. <laughs> John, you grew up in a swamp, so... Work those lungs. Alright, let's stop being okay. weird. Yeah, let's please... <laughs> I'm not almost sure if there's another ape saying it, and I. I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, the, the absolute creepiest stuff being said has been said by ape. That's correct. Oh, I wasn't looking at this. All right. 
Oh, I see. We're doing edge play. Okay. <laughs> Genuinely, ape, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's up to Bobbin to move the scene along. Bobbin Swift, highly quoted. So, uh, I see you've been making friends. I. Friend is a strong business associates. Well, actually, that one, Monster and Dalton, is. That one's alright. There's one more back on the ship. Who unfortunately could not join us for the rest of this session. That one's an idiot. And that one's a dangerous idiot. But so long as he's appointed them at the right people, it tends to work out alright. Am I dangerous or. Yes. Oh, good. Kind of reminds me of the stuff we used to get up to, Mac, when we were kids. Uh, a little bit. With all the same maturity. Wait, sorry, gotta ask it. How old are you? Early 30s. God, you're talking like you're 60 or something. I've been through some shit, alright? And I'm his older brother. Okay, how old are you? Well, uh, old as the sea. Not nearly 40 yet, he says. The younger brother knowing that he's been saying that for several years now. Old as balls. By the way, what the hell am I drinking here? What, this? Well, I am a conductor here, and you guys are new in town. So that's the best they've got. Got a very, uh... Let's call it floral feel to it. I think the only yeast they can get out here is uh, on the pine leaves. I mean, it's not... I've had worse. I've definitely had worse beer. This is fairly palatable. I imagine if it were cold, it'd be a lot better, but hey. If wishes were fishes, I'd have made my quota by now. Fair enough. So, you guys satisfied with uh, what you've found in here? Uh, yeah, I am. Guess we'll be heading back in the morning. Well, you were told to inform your conductor that you'd need... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, Jeremy, I don't know if we could ask you for another favor. We need to get over to Ridgefall, I think. Thank you. Roughhouse. Got it. Got it. Roughhouse. Uh, Marina Baker. Any reason you guys got business? Gonna be getting into any trouble? They might be kicking a few cans. Who's gonna help you with that? It'd probably be her. She's, uh, what you would call uh, a rising star in the underground. Pretty young for a cell leader. From what I hear, she's living out of refugee camps and hidden villages her whole life. Rather resents that fact. So, you willing to take us there? I know we've kept you away from home for a bit. I've been away for longer. This has actually been a fairly trouble-free journey. And, uh, Ridgefall... Now that we're in the deep woods, it's only a day's travel away. Alright, get some sleep. Your days of hiking are not yet over. As for me, I gotta go visit my second wife and say hello. Oh, right. Uh, you, you guys don't get the joke. I, I was joking. I don't actually have any second, third, or... How many have I gotten up to? Twenty? <laughs> oh, so they're your mistresses. I think it was twenty-three last count. Yeah, I remember it was somewhere around there. No, nah, it's just sibling jokes. And specifically not sibling jokes that you share with a missus. Made sure to stare daggers at you for that last bit. Understood.
All right, so any lingering business that you folks want to conduct while you are still in Lake Town? Well, one thing we would need to do is get uh, Demu to set up this as a supply location just to have start getting stuff out here. Just to help the townsfolk and having a supply line to our eventually established forward base. Alright, yeah. You're able to send out uh, communication to Demu. It's actually not that hard. You have satellite communicators with uh, laser beam transmissions. Basically impossible to uh, intercept. Yeah, I probably have to, like, do a good bit of climbing in order to get through the canopy, though. Or at least find a spot where it's not completely concealed. So that... That's done. Oh yeah, good point. I should try, I should climb a tree. I got a kinetic damper that needs to charge. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, if I climb up if I climb up like the biggest tree and then jump off, then that'll charge it. Interesting. I do that. I think I'm going to ask for a risky roll in this case. And the risk is not actually to your health necessarily, but how much of a charge you're going to get out of this thing. Because if you get above a 10, you'll get a charge. If you get above a 20, you'll get a good charge. Probably get there qu- don't think it's- yeah, Get there quickly. I can- good enough for me. I wonder if I get any benefit from this tonight. I will say that if you want to spend the mask on this, then it won't disappear because that's not how your bond works, but it will- it will not give you a mechanical benefit at any future point during the session. And in exchange, you get one accuracy die. As long as it still functions as the mask. Okay, one accuracy. Here we go. Here we really go. 18. Zero accuracy. Because I didn't press... Yeah, you're almost there. Yes! That's hey. a 21, baby. Okay, so... Yes, thanks to your lungs full of crisp, clear oxygen filtered of all of the gases and uh, various effusions coming from the swamp. You get right up to the top of the canopy, right up to the part of the tree where you are able to actually touch branches covered in needles. And in that moment, when you are able to observe the ocean of trees all around you, feel the wind blowing across the treetops and force you panicking to grip the trunk ever tighter as it sways dangerously from side to side you force yourself to let go to give in to allow gravity to take command and fall ever faster towards the surface of the ground below and just before you impact you are slowed down rapidly but safely until you hover just a foot above the ground and then the kinetic damper fully charged turns off and you splash the rest of the way into the muck still alive father i'm glad i get to enjoy more of your wonderful output but i would have savored your last breath as it were my own okay we we need and now I die. No, you don't. Not till the end of the session. <laughs> this is the longest you've been alive. But stay alive a bit longer. Right. Is there anything that Connor or Dalton want to do? If Alan has something, or if if somebody in town, a broad pair of. Sh- yeah, anybody here got side quests? 
And we have side quests. Anyone? Side quests. Looking for some side quests. Well, they don't have side quests, but they do have mini games. <gasps> well, you've already been doing the uh, log chopping mini game quite a bit. In this case, what they particularly want are uh, log hammering, or post hammering, I should say. I thought you meant like the the kind that bowling. The weird, <laughs> the, the, the weird like hockey game from uh, from Beyond Good and Evil. No. <laughs> Left a lot by chopping logs. If posts need hammering, and we've got for the sun to, I'll hammer posts. I can build your hammer. Don't. It'll talk to you. I'm more preferring somebody Guys, in help. town, like coming by Slam saying, "Hey, me. help." It's not a hammer in the traditional sense of one. It's uh, basically sort of this metal canister that fits around a log with two big handles on either side. And basically you slam it down on the top of a of a post to uh, hammer it down into the swamp below. And apparently this is something that needs to happen quite frequently because the logs uh, tend to decay a certain amount of rapidity. Certain types of logs last for to assist me. Not this time. This is this is not something encouraged for us to do. We are here to have a relaxing time see the mission. Guess what? We're doing that. Connor, he's been walking for ten days allergies to rest. Connor just chew the damn leaves. But they they're slimy. They're not well they're slimy because they've been in your pocket for a week. I got you some fresh ones. You could have done something about the allergies at any point. To the leaves, Connor. It is disgusting. I know, chew them. Keep chewing. Keep chewing. Good question, Alan. Just between you and me, do the leaves actually work? Yes. Oh. It would be really funny just to make him eat some leaves, but I also don't want to hear his sniffling anymore. I haven't had taste my mouth this bad since the orgy a few years ago. Oh. Disgusting information, thank you. How do your sinuses feel? I pitch a ball of swamp mud at Connor's head for that one. I imagine it's sort of a... It's not necessarily a direct remedy the way that a finished medicine would be, but it's sort of this combination of meth, uh, menthol and eucalyptus that mm-hmm. blows your sinuses open whether they like them, whether they like it or not. You know, it tastes pretty... Oh... Swamp bull fights! No, please no, not again. <sighs> Alright, so just... That'll last for a couple of hours. I've got some more leaves when you need them. And the taste will grow on you. Could have solved this ten years... Or ten, ten days ago. Could have solved this ten days ago. <laughs> Could have solved this ten years. It feels like ten years! <laughs> um, And Connor will both Johnny... And Alan, in the only way he knows how... A new car! Well, <laughs> close, actually. Actually pretty close. When they get to their bunk, on their pillows, is an, is a signed autograph that they didn't have to pay for. Where Wretched. was he keeping the photos? And who the hell is Kner? <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, like I—he didn't have a backpack or anything. Where was the? Where did the photos go? Where, like, we bought clothes that fitted. Uh, oh yeah, 
in the last thing, session. In the last session yesterday, so I'm, I'm certain, I'm sure that there's like some sort of waterproof air. It they the photos might be a little like runny and like they don't look as don't look as good anymore. But like the the signature is fresh. Like to be clear, I'm wearing big golden chains. I'm sure that feels lovely in us. Well, actually, use that probably. Actually. Anyway, that is that is how Connor thank we were trying to help. He literally can't think of it. It's sweet in a really stupid way. I was going more sweet in a pathetic way, but I'll take stupid. There we go. Okay. Cool. Mission accomplished. You have successfully solicited. Pity. <laughs> so, the day passes. Varying levels of productivity accomplished. And the next morning, Jeremy rouses you bright and early and takes you down a winding path. Even though you started in a swamp, you note that a lot of it is actually downhill, and eventually you reach a location that you realize can only be Ridgefall. You realize this because clearly they got the name from something. Specifically, there is a upper area and a lower area, and between them what probably used to be a cliffside or ridge that had at some point collapsed and taken a lot of the old growth trees with it. And in fact, a lot of those trees are still sort of angled downwards towards the lower area, creating the sort of natural shelter that, despite being made of wood, has withstood a considerable amount of time based on the look of the age and the size of the trees. The simple scale of these trees appears to be part of what has preserved it. And so while the canopy has yet to fully regrow over this area where the trees fell down, you can see why it's such a good place to put a hidden town, because underneath that row of fallen trees, complemented by additional barriers and other natural-looking constructions that fill in the gaps, is this entire village completely concealed from the sky above, kept forever in the shade, and built partway into the fallen ridge, the stones that were loosened by whatever caused this destruction have been repurposed into bricks and stonework and fences and other such constructions, giving it a very mixed feeling as while Lake Town was mostly constructed out of wood and scavenged supplies, this seems to use a wide variety of primitive but still effective construction materials. And the scale of this town is much smaller than the one you left. Abode of Roughhouse, Marina Baker, is a bit larger, a bit higher up, but still made of the same materials. Still more or less a, a doorway, an entry, abutting a, a cave which has been dug into the stone. 
not been here before. Nope, it's relatively new. Seems sturdy, defensible. From what I understand, that was a couple of points that Roughhouse was looking for when she uh, scouted the place out. By the way, uh, I've gotten the impression that a couple of you guys are from Treble. Is that right? Sure am. Just kind of nod. Well, I haven't talked with Roughhouse too much, but uh, what little I've picked up about her, uh, just uh, be careful what you say around her, about where you're from. Just just a bit of friendly advice. Uh, let's go in. Noted. In the next scene, Connor dies. <laughs> so, the first impression you get of Roughhouse is that she's just waiting for an excuse to kill someone. In the next scene, Connor dies. Connor takes a step back. The reason you get this impression is because she's currently sitting behind her desk, loaded full of, I would say, tablets rather than literal papers. But uh, you seem sort of scattered, disorganized, and uh, instead of addressing any of them, she is uh, holding a a big old stack of throwing knives in one hand, and practicing throwing them at a target on the wall on the other. And the target is a few bills of paper money that have the hymn leader Arcturus IV's face on them. Oh, finally a chance for me to shine. She has been hitting the target far more often than, she, than missing them, based on the number and location of the daggers on the wall. As for physical appearance, her hair is cropped short in a military cut. She is wearing what appear to be fatigues or something akin to them. Basically, a loose shirt and uh, loose pants that are just that right point between being cumbersome and too tight to move in. And the moment you enter collectively, she looks over at you, pops a bubble from the gum she's chewing, and deliberately throws one more knife into the wall. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that this is difficult? I, my family has a long history of fighting and dying for the, the guy for uh, the guy whom's effigies. Uh, ostensibly uh, his enemy right now so I don't know who you tell me based on that well the fact that you're rolling it all means that there is a failure state that can be achieved by rolling low and if you are having particularly particular difficulty with this moment then you will add a difficulty die to this roll I don't think this qualifies as risky or heroic I'll throw a difficulty. Remember when I did that, I failed. Well, I'm willing to fail here. Interesting. Let's see if I can stay... I stay cool. Alright, that's a 12. I, on the other hand, would like to throw my sword at the... Your sword? Well, it's a medium AC, so it's got to be a sword, an axe, something like that. I could say it's a really long knife if you want. Probably more in character. Yeah, it's a really long knife. Okay, that makes more sense. A machete. Yeah, it's a machete. I'm going to frame a machete at the target. Well, you come from a swamp. You need long knives to just get through certain areas. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the... Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is also going to be a difficult roll. Give yourself a difficulty die because th swords do not throw. A lot of axes don't throw either. 
Yeah, you have to have a kind of specific. Yeah, like the throwing knives that she's got, they are just like normal knives you would use for like cutting apples. They're they're long, they're thin, they are nothing but metal. They have no real uh, hilt or guard. It was probably a salt. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, maybe that's twelve. Probably hit it. Yeah. So uh, what happens is uh, she takes a long look at you, pulls one more knife out of her bundle, chucks it at the wall. Nails one of the uh, bits of paper money. Dalton takes a step back, twitches, one hand comes up, it goes back down. And as that happens, Johnny, I would say, probably makes this even worse for Dalton by going, Ooh, shing, hua. Just fucking like slam my fist in the door jam. <laughs> Could you not? And one of the bills, completely split now, falls in two pieces, fluttering to the floor. You know, I could have done better if I had something suitable for throwing. Or is shaking his head at is a good waste of money. Connor's shaking his head because they, they should be monetizing this as a show. Sold ticket. You got good aim there, buddy. Uh, thanks, we're the Vanguard. Well, hello there, Vanguard. Folks around here call me Roughhouse. This is not the voice I expected. What? You think all women in military need not to have gruff voices? Not in character. It is now. I can talk out of character while still using a voice. No, you can't. I forbid you. <laughs> I'm the GM. I transcend reality. <laughs> you know what? Then fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this voice back. Hi, I'm still here. What am here. I doing in this campaign? Why am I here? Stop, please, I beg you. <laughs> Give me that good lung juice! Hey, uh, so we're here to, uh, and I stop and I look at Alan and, wait, why did we come here? We need guides to set up a forward outpost on the mud kicker. Yeah, let's kick some mud. No shit! So what, you guys are actually going after those mofos? It would appear so. We are here to raise their headquarters to the ground. Wait, how do you raise things to the ground? No, R-A-Z. Uh, R-A-Z. No, actually, I wouldn't say that in character. No, no, you're, ma you're making less and less sense here. Uh, how about we just blow it up? Sure. Better plan. Let's go with that. We'll blow it up. <laughs> I really like it. This is like the best person we've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we need to set up an outpost. We need some guides. We're going to need somewhere to land our mechs. We're hoping you can help with that. Sweet gig you guys got. Yep. Kicking ass, taking names. Most of the Empire's ass. Well, yeah, you certainly come to the right place. Uh, me and the boys here in the camp, uh, we split from some of the other towns because we were figuring it was about time to go back on the offensive. Uh, you know, let the Harmony know what... Uh, what kind of bees, hornet nests, are, they're kicking us in, and we're going to kick back. All right. Sounds like we can help like, each I other. I kind of squint and tilt my head a little. Wait, what What don't you understand? We're going we're gonna to kill some mud kickers and blow things up. Who are you talking to? You. No, I don't look confused, but I am squinting oh. and tilting my head. I take that as confused. Yeah, that, that does kind of look confused. Yeah. Not, not the way that... If you could see the face that I'm actually make that face. 
So are you, like, tilting back? No, don't worry about it. I still say the thing. Tilting, like, slightly to the left and a little bit forward? Don't worry about it. (laughs) No one can wind up with selfies at this point. I say the thing, move on. Yeah. I ignore you. Well, uh... Yeah, so... I mean, what, what... What you're gonna be bringing here? How are you gonna be doing this? So, get this. Big robot. Several of them. I'm with you. We infiltrate the play, and then when the real ones get mad, we kill them with a big robot. Play. We do like... He's stuck on that word. Games. The the show. Uh, Vacationers from trouble. Oh, that whole thing. Yeah, we know about that. Yeah, we, we've had the, the same ideas, uh, actually, that we, but we don't have our giant robots. Y- you got any of those to spare? Oh, we have giant robots to spare. Ooh. We can provide arms and armor. We just need guy. We just need a little bit of assistance setting up. Oh, I am liking this plan better and better. So, uh, well, you certainly come to the right person. Like I said, we've been keeping track of this sort of thing. So we know who's up next on the docket. Who's scheduled next to get the the old uh, hostage action. It's some rich prick named Ford Metalford. Any of us recognize that. I don't recognize that name. I would say that the treble-born individuals would have a chance to. Dalton moves in the right circles. So that's a straight roll. Connor, you can roll with a difficulty if you care to. No, word on this trick straight. Oh, that's a fifth. I rolled a four. I don't know who the fuck this is. Okay. Well, this can actually make sense. Because Ford Metalford is not a noble, but rather a merchant. And he has been a sponsor of Connor's show at one point. He owns Corundum Mines which means he has an interest in selling rubies and emeralds to the general public. Treble general public. So he's going to get in... Huh. He's provided me with the prizes for the for the game before. I, instantly, my hands begin twitching. Oh, that, yes, that's right. Never mind. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me take that back. No, I, you, you said it. No, you said no, it. No, I... <laughs> You're a dumbass. Because... No, no, because Robin hasn't reacted to it yet. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at... Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. How about we roll again, just to see if you do run your mouth? Can I get rid of the difficulty, at least? I won't give you a difficulty, but I also won't let you use any triggers. That's fair. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doodles. Hey, hey, same. Same hat. Tragically. Mournfully, same hat. <laughs> same hat, despair. So, uh, to this breach of information, does Dalton want to do anything? Step in, override whatever immediate reaction that Roughhouse might have. Look, I I am just my my spine is tingling. I am waiting for throwing knife to come out, and if it does, I am going to catch it one way or another. And your teeth would be the most badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was that? What was what? That thing you just said. What thing I just said? You don't know that you said the wrong thing. You rolled poorly. <laughs> I know. That's that's this is the genuine reaction that he's having. Uh, about the show, 
Oh, uh... Because I... I'm not sure what you mean by that. Like, he... He's from Treble. You know, I... I, uh... He's like, yeah, I've, uh, I've... Oh, right. Mm. Can we just, uh, take a step back and pretend I didn't say anything? <sighs> Roughhouse, if it helps, the man's an idiot, and he... But he can pilot a big robot, and the plan hinges on big robots being piloted. Alan is just standing in the corner. Just standing, face facing the corner, not saying a word. Well, how about we try this? And... Dalton, you twitch because she tosses, not throws, tosses one of the throwing daggers to Connor. Slow enough for him to catch. And yes, even him. How about you give that a throw? Uh, I... Is there any more money hanging up? Oh yeah, like I said, there's a number of fills plastered on the wall. Um... And... Can I use my celebrity background uh, to get to get an accuracy by like sort of like putting a flourish on it before I um before I throw? I'm going to say yes, but only because you're not actually rolling to see if you hit correctly. Remind her backgrounds take stress now. I think I don't believe invoking backgrounds takes stress. Only if you want to push yourself to get an accuracy die regardless of the situation. I'll double check it. Well, I'm gonna roll 12. So I don't get him, like, in the eye. I get, I get, I managed to tag the bill, but I don't manage to actually, like, person on the bill. Yeah. You give it a good scratch. It hits a bit sideways. It, uh, doesn't embed itself and clangs to the ground. But the point has been made. Let's just say I'm not a friend of the... Well, so long as that's true... I think we'll get along just fine. Glad to hear it. But, uh, well, I, I've been trying out some insults. Could you, could you tell me how good they are? By all means, go for it. God, this is going to be amazing. I've always wanted, wanted to throw these in people's faces, and I didn't know if any of them would be good or not. So this will be good. You'll be able to tell me whether you're a scum-sucking leech or a pustule on the face of the planet. I feel like they're too prepared. You've really got to get... You've really got to wait until the heat of the moment, and then something more natural will... Put my hands up. I, I don't want them to be natural. I, I want them to hurt. Can I, can I just ask, is this like a vote? Are we uh, picking which one work like Connor is, or...? <laughs> I mean, you, you can join in, too. But, uh, we're, we're, we're workshopping. We're workshopping. And so they do. And so, unless you guys have any further things to do here in Ridgefall... Fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> cannot trust yourself to say what you ought to say in this particular moment. As soon as I can, I go outside, drum my fingers on the hilt of my officer's saber that is strapped to my hip. Very much like to leave the room as well, but I feel if I did... One of those idiots in there would die. I don't know if it'd be Connor or Johnny. And maybe not on purpose. Why would I die? We're best mates. I've never been this close to a character in this campaign. Eventually, the sounds of the insults wafting out the door becomes enough that I just do a lap around the entirety of it. Just go on a jog. Unfortunately, the layout does not is not conducive to laps, but uh, you do run in back 
back and forth along a line several times. I can parkour the terrain to make a circle. <laughs> well, really the best way to make a circle is the cover of the, the trees go around the outside of them and back towards the end. But all of that aside, I believe the next action now would be to move towards the summer home of Ford Metal Ford. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that it's dumb. Typed out for you. And uh, I think at this point, we should start the next session with the hostage taking of Ford Metal Ford and his wife and his mistress. He brought both along with him for his vacation. Yo, Chad behavior. <laughs> I don't want to kidnap this guy. God, what's what's the fucking name for that? There's an actual name for that. It's a Japanese one. Uh, NTR. Oh. No, like... <laughs> it's it's like, not a fucking porn tag, Namtab. It's a thing. No, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, the man's official mistress is a thing. Concubine? No, I don't know. That's no. like a royalty like thing. A, a word for the relationship. Sure, there'll be a word in another culture. Yeah. I can't think of the Japanese words. But until then, I believe it's time to check our bonds and our ideals. So, first off, did you address challenges with your with your particular preferences? Sekushitsu? Uh, I can say two. Uh, I expressed my heritage, background, or belief through my actions. I don't like the hegemon. And I struggled with either from my burdens or background. Need to have to throw the dagger at the money in this um i'm not colin i feel like i need to ask because this has not been... does connor actually have a problem with the hegemony because thus far all of your motive is if we win i'll be super fit the hegemon i have a feeling that like he blames even though like that 100 the actions are his fault hegemony for taking away the uh the show well like the he blames a global government for getting cancelled? He's been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The point being that it's misplaced. Yes. I don't know if you've realised this, but Connor's an idiot. Yeah, Connor is... Um, Which minor ideal did you pick and did you fulfil it? Uh, I chose... I obtained a guarded, hidden, or secret object or piece of information. I don't think so. I don't... Don't I can't think of a way that. Well, you did get the location of two hidden villages. Oh, true. So sure, I'll... and you get one XP. For... Yes, you don't get any for free. So make sure you hit these points. All right. How about one of our builders that you know of? Anyway, uh, major ideals. I address challenges with diplomacy, creativity, or empathy. I kind of feel I was a bit. I kind of feel I was creative. Dinner. Up to you. Well, you climbed a giant tree to charge your uh, kinetic damper. I created a self-inflicted challenge. You made the worst mask. Uh, Bobbin doesn't use that to... Daddle, daddle. Oh yeah, you break now. It's the end of the session. Goodbye, daddle. My soul is once again torn. <laughs> right, I'll, re I'll re rebuild you in like a week. Bury uh, me with my money. 
<laughs> it's the tortured existence being him because he gets he has one use, lives about a week, then dies and comes back as something else. Change the world. My final message. Okay, nobody gets that one but me. No, I do. I do. Okay. I express my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. Um, Chuck that machete apropos of nothing. I thought, it, I thought it'd impress her. I didn't give a reason for it, but I thought it'd impress her. Oh, no, I, I, I get that. It's just, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's two. I struggled with issues from my burdens or background. Um, Education? I'm not sure if that was a struggle, but it's as close yeah, as you came. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's only education. I mean, if you want to give it to me, it's fine. But no, not for that one. Uh, I created a new object or organization or alliance or mended one that was broken. I think we left the room uh, allied with this person, so that probably came. That's alliance? That's f- yeah. Yeah, it is, it's three things. That's good. I'm on six. Time for April Cat. Okay. Uh, major ideals. I address challenges with precision, coldness, or intimidation. Maybe precision? I don't think I intimidated anybody today. No. We'll mark that one as an... I expressed my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. Absolutely. You, you met your damn brother. Sure. Okay. I struggled with issues from my burdens or background. Awkward family conversation? I don't think anything was too much at stake because of your background. Yeah, at least not yet anyway. Not yet. Uh, my minor ideal for this one was my pain or weakness became apparent despite my efforts to hide it. Oh yeah, your your brother again. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did go into a little bit about my past. Again, that wasn't really, like, the other players in character did not learn about that one. I don't think that it matters if, if it, the other yeah, there, there's, players there's, matter. There's nothing about bearing your soul to the other PCs specifically. Uh, that's two, then. Just that we explored it at some point during the Plus, he did kind of bully you at a couple points there. Yeah, but that's, that's like, that's siblings. That's how siblings do. I know. I'm not saying it's not, I'm just saying it counts. Alright, so, uh, I guess that's two. Alright. Cat? I didn't really have any challenges today. Address them with strength. I resisted expressing heritage, background, or leafs. True. But that does mean that you definitely qualified for struggling. You had to roll at least once in order to uh, win that struggle. And uh, fortunately, unfortunately, Connor do a knife, I guess, uh, I did not have the opportunity to take harm. Well, you did take on several burdens, though. You went out and you chopped wood, you hammered posts home. Having to do those kinds of jobs is a burden make my life harder. I feel like it's kind well, of... The point is that the Titan can take it, though. The Titan takes on that burden because other people can't. Alright. So with you having to, like, do actual work... Pressing a challenge. It's, like... uh, it's probably reinforcing you, like, you believed that uh, should pull his weight while he's getting given stuff. So he counts for... Um, expressing your beliefs. Expressing your beliefs. Yeah, strong body, strong mind is very obviously... <laughs> <laughs> okay, except Sounds good. Alright then. So I think next time we are going to keep the verbal encounter with the rich couple short, because I think it's about time we have another combat session. Yeah, giant robots! 
That's what we're all here for. Big robots. Yeah, it's robots. finally time for the new big robots. Yes. And the return of everyone's favorite character, Masky the Mask. Mask. I have to. Masky died. Masky is eternal. Well, the voices. <laughs> the, I suppose the soul of it is. Masky's gonna haunt you forever. That's it for the session, so good night, everyone. See you next time. Good night. Good night. Bye.